The podcast Into the Thick of It is a weekly series featuring diverse voices in informal conversation among peers. We discuss emerging issues, ideas, and trends in gender for societal development. We also discuss stories in this complex age and get to know what gender has to do with it. My name's Dee, and this is Into the Thick of It. Welcome to our very first tea. This is our first ride. Yes. <laughs> and I hope you're as, as excited as I am. We are. How was your weekend? <laughs> the weekend is awesome. Just as usual, things just happening more and more. So it was kind of like a, a pretty good resting day because I had my job the previous week. So mm. the side effects were still going over and over. But right now I'm good. I'm at 100 my job too and the side effects were not nice how was yours <laughs> well i don't ha- i didn't get any job uh-huh. but kawaii life and living how was cost you surviving what's surviving happy <laughs> and just yeah live love laugh learn Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> Our social lives are pretty much non-existent. My name's T, and I'm here with my friends to discuss gender issues. And I hope that you will be with us as we start and to get into the thick of these issues. I'd love for them to introduce themselves. Uh, Sylvia, uh-huh. Dishon, Gender and Development Studies Experts. Hi. Hi. Yeah, I'm like the listener that is, is saying hi. hi. <laughs> yeah, Simon Peter Okot. Simon Okot, that's, that's, that's a pretty SP. long name. Yeah, SP is better. I call him SP. <laughs> gender, and gender, gender stuff. Sylvia Sly. Sly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so welcome, thank you, and let's get into the thick of it. Uh-huh. So we're going to be discussing how and what is gender and how important it is in our lives today. So I've heard of this word gender, like there's a ministry of gender and sports and something else. And also the two that gender rule that has been on everyone's mouths, but uh, has never been implemented since the inauguration of the 2010 constitution. Like um, where else have I heard the word gender? The course. <laughs> that we we were called for in school. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is gender? Uh, gender, if we can start, it's the social construction of the reality that we have every day. Uh-huh. Uh, you see that society it defines what we be, what we what we are, and what we can be to some extent. I don't I don't want to say that it's absolute, because to some extent there's much that can be done which is not constituted by culture, but it defines our roles, responsibilities, the kind of resources we can access, the kind of res- uh, the kind of responsibilities that we have to ourselves, the people around us, and in the end you can you can say that gender to some extent it it defines us, but I don't want it to limit us. So you've said it's a social construction of the norms that we have, the responsibilities and the roles that we have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how we relate with men and women in Africa cannot be the same as another place because we are, we are from different places and every society has its own construction. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree that mm-hmm. different societies, the fact that I said it's a social construction, mm-hmm. find that there are societies all over the world that practice things differently. Mm-hmm. So you find that the, the definitions of one being a man, woman, boy or girl or anything, mm-hmm. a, anything in between is different here as per everywhere else. So you might find that maybe the choice of dressing, the choice of uh, the language that we use, the kind of uh, roles that we have is totally different in some regions you find that maybe it can be by age the more than your gender your culture mm-hmm. so s- along those lines if you can so see. Sly, mm-hmm. talk about its diversity and how dynamic gender is um i'd say in terms of how people live their lives mm-hmm. how we lead our lives mm-hmm. how we're able to access resources mm-hmm. and use them mm-hmm. basically across different Sphere's regions, everything mm. is different. different. How you live is not how I live. And how people used to view gender in the old is uh-huh. not the same way in the present we view it and in the future. It's it wouldn't be the same. No, we hope in that. In future everything will no, we are all nini, running for the equality thing. So mm. in future we hope that both men and women will be equal regardless mm. of their gender, sex, mm. whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then mm. he it's gradually Gradually, mm-hmm. some people are taking it up, mm-hmm. others are not. But then Kitambo, mm-hmm. people are getting constrained by what gender is. So, mwanamke ni mwanamke, mwanome ni mwanome. So, like, in private and public spheres, you couldn't act the same. So, there's a shift in culture, the norms, and uh, roles of men and women due to the dynamic nature of gender. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. The shift is really, is, is really rampant because... We have to move on. The fact that it's fluid, different definitions mean that we come we come about different challenges each day and we need to mold ourselves towards the challenge so that we can actually be responsive to it. We but need find, to adapt. Yeah. Yeah. So Talk about policies as a tool uh-huh. in so, changing. So for policies, I'd say specifically when you started this, you, you talked about the gender rule and the 2010 constitution. Sure. Mm. Yeah, so the thing about uh, no, no more than two-thirds of any constituted house or public office be by one gender. Mm-hmm. So people need to realize that this is the bare minimum. It's not like this is the rule. This is the bare minimum that we can do. So there's mm. a lot more that people can do. In fact, with that, I can say that it's more about uh, representing these people because it's really hard. You, you The major assumption with that, you can say, that you think that this person will represent you as a disadvantaged group but mm-hmm. what 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 to what extent will she or this other person because the same with that you, you find that gender it's it has come to mean many things but i really don't like generalizing it to persons with disabilities and other groups which mm-hmm. they're facing marginalized mm-hmm. situations mm-hmm. so in order to know to know that this group in itself can actually do what the roles that pertain what they do within the, within let's say per se leadership mm. it's really it's really essential that the leaders themselves they understand that they they have the will of the people and they can change their realities okay. but then as per this reality mm-hmm. we're given these policies but with the lack of implementation sure. everything just remains stagnant yeah. so without implementation mm-hmm. nothing moves forward okay yeah so when we were joining high school maybe signing up for uni or even signing up for ID, mm-hmm. uh, we get uh, these forms, even applying jobs, you get this form that is asking you to answer whether you're F or M. So that's female or male. Mm-hmm. So there's a sex factor. Mm-hmm. Is there a difference between gender and sex? 
Yes, there is. Yeah. Uh-huh. In fact, when you when you're talking about sex in itself, the fact that there there's only the, the choice for female and male that's actually discriminatory because mm-hmm. they're intersex people, and yeah. that was a good thing because the 20, 2019 census it actually recognized this group. So you can imagine before that the kind of hurdles these people had to say, like even talk about them, the forms that you're saying, what did they have to choose, and mm-hmm. th- that's just one step. So for sex in itself, mm. sex is a biological difference between between males and females. And Females. So it's you no, know, it's biological. So mm. since and physical, cons- maybe. Uh-huh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. So as it goes on, you can find that someone can can have the society can construct gender, or the person can construct the kind of gender wow. realities from your physical, which attributes. is different from different from your, your from your sex. Oh, okay. Yeah. But then, can we agree that on these particular forms, why don't you just have the not specified bar uh-huh. instead of the? Mm-hmm. Female, male. Can mm. we like just feel the not specify bar? Because I I believe that ukijibu male ama female, you're mm. limited to the opportunities sure. that mm. uh-huh. the same opportunity. What whatever opportunity you're going to like apply mm. for my anything else. So I'm thinking which brings the thought about gender identity. How do you identify yourself uh-huh. <laughs> of being a particular gender? Uh-huh, yeah. So there's something called heteronormativity. So it's when you uh-huh. the kind of uh, sex that you conform, the kind of identity that you have is. Uh-huh is in congruence with the one that you're born with so mm-hmm. you find that yeah i was born when the doctor i, I was out like this yeah, i was they said i was a male so mm-hmm. when i grow up the assigned kind of mm-hmm, yeah. assigned but mm-hmm. so when i grow up the kind of uh the kind of roles and responsibilities that I'll be expressing will be myself as the man, like the culture, mm-hmm. how the culture is defined. But you need to note that people people are really different, and we do a great injustice by thinking that yeah, you were born you're born male, so you'll be a man. Because people, you you need to think about uh, sex in itself. It's not actually a dichotomy like two things. Mm-hmm. It's actually a spectrum. There are things in between. So mm-hmm. the hormones, even the even more than the hormones, what a person, what you say you are, mm-hmm. you should be given the space to express what you feel yes but then that also is mm-hmm. determined by okay this whole biological determinism thingy see it's what uh when, when you're growing up if mm-hmm. you have the xy thing is in you uh-huh. see they most the of them mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. them when you're conazo but then when you're born you male mm-hmm. but then because you have those chromosomes in you mm-hmm. when you're growing up you realize you attributes ni more female exactly than the male exactly so mm-hmm. like biological determinism too oh all right that's so what's burning in my mind is why gender why this podcast discussing <laughs> gender do uh, we'll have to ask tg <laughs> yeah, particular yeah. question why gender tell us tell us <laughs> why i started this podcast uh-huh. <laughs> i feel like gender is um a thing in the society that's there but people have been ignoring it mm-hmm. because it's important in development it's mm-hmm. an evolving thing it's something that is determined it's a determinant in most of the things including jobs mm-hmm. including the way of life of people mm-hmm. i feel it's an important thing in this space <laughs> and because the society is dynamic and also gender is dyna- dynamic it is mm-hmm. necessary that people are aware about mm-hmm. gender issues that mm-hmm. face us if indeed we we want empowerment of both me- men and women because yeah. we understand that uh, we're not in the in the same we are not equal mm-hmm. in the same yeah. spheres we feel like well, there's one gender that's greater than the, than mm-hmm. another uh-huh. but do you believe that 
I, I, I believe it because I've seen it. Yeah. And, but I feel there is a gradual change. It's slow, but we are seeing more women coming up. Mm-hmm. And then slightly men are going backward again. But then again, okay. we... Mm-hmm. Some men have been boy childs, <laughs> have been left behind Kiasi. So I feel like mm. I advocate for both men and women. <laughs> no, he wants to interject. How are you saying about the issue of, about boy children saying that they're left behind? Mm-hmm. It's actually they've been neglected boy. because sometimes women have been empowered too no, much. No, we can't no, say no, that. No, no, no. You can't. Say, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> when something you, you need to realize that uh, you know I'm speaking even on behalf of my listeners. They uh-huh. feel that. Uh, then they're then they're wrong. They need to be told much. So so when you talk about historical injustices, mm. do you really think that currently as present, you say that most of the women they've become empowered, but mm. what fraction are they to the totality of people who are neglected outside there? Sure. And it, when you need to understand like the fact that people for when you talk about gender gender issues mm-hmm. people lack a total understanding for what they are when you talk about gender the first thing that comes to their mind this is for women, for women. this is for true, girls true. this is yeah. not for us so it's the, for feminists uh-huh, exactly 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 so there's all there's already that difference between people it's you versus us mm-hmm. so they see like your development will also curtail mine so it oh. becomes some sort of competition but exactly. in reality mm-hmm. gender gender when gender becomes a critical en- element when it becomes mainstreamed into each and every program policy project and all that mm-hmm. it actually gives the chance for people their relations how they relate to each, each other the gender relations mm-hmm. it becomes empowering in themselves so that your empowerment will affect my empowerment sure. so all of us go go forward together okay. mm. so um, this gender thing, the importance of gender. I understand that gender is inculcated mm-hmm. or cultivated in the socialization process. process. Mm-hmm. And socializ- <coughs> the socialization processes happen, let's say, in the household, at school, at church, yeah. or any other religion that you go to, in the media, what we see every day. So mm-hmm. that's what shapes us mm-hmm. and our gender in the society. Mm-hmm. Can you please explain to us, uh, Sly or SB, the one who will start, <laughs> how important gender is in this socialization process? Uh, you find that gender, you can talk, because imagine it it's a, just an abstract term, the, mm-hmm. the same way that you have money, but you have to give value for money for it to work. Uh-huh. So gender in that sense, it's just something abstract that needs institutions to survive. Uh-huh. So the various institutions that you just listed, the church, the school, and the all media, those, uh-huh. yeah, this, they act as agents of socialization, the process, mm-hmm. because you find that each and every day, there are different definitions that we need to learn that define who we are. So if you talk about the culturally le- relevant ones which mm-hmm. they say that when you're born a kid the kinds of color the color of clothing that you have the mm-hmm. kind of toys that mm-hmm. you, you get access to mm-hmm. when you go to primary school and all that the kind of clothing because you find that it's really it's mostly in urban areas these days that you even find that girls they can actually have About trousers tra- yeah. the, the school uniform yeah mm-hmm. so the other ones is dresses and all that so you, mm-hmm. you really you really can wonder how it really affects their relations each and everywhere because you find that even others the kinds of jobs that you can do because of the kind of clothing that you 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 find as cult- culturally culturally appropriate mm-hmm. so with that it's really it's really it really curtails the kinds of the kinds of opportunities that you can have and mm-hmm. the reality that you face it's like let me ask something different mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um 
development is mm-hmm. instrumental mm-hmm. yeah in every society mm-hmm. and because we have uh committed ourselves to knowing what gender is yeah. we know it's part of development and we know development is moving from a not good so state to an to improved better, state yeah. mm-hmm. to a better state mm-hmm. so how is gender important in development today does it have a role uh-huh. yeah it does mm-hmm. in development so if we look at the social development political development and economic development mm-hmm. uh, economically mm-hmm. um with women getting empowered uh-huh. it gives them a choice to decide what kind of life they want mm-hmm. so through financial empowerment women are able to make decisions mm-hmm. that pertain their everyday life mm-hmm. uh in regards mm-hmm. to their living standards and all mm-hmm. uh that is economically and socially because mm-hmm. i feel as though social econo- exactly mm. politically we are able to take up spaces mm-hmm. voice out our opinions, uh, uh-huh, mm-hmm. opinions in kila kitu mm-hmm. so i'm thinking practice our democratic rights exactly mm-hmm. so that brings me to visibility of gender mm-hmm. thank you sly for saying about political social and economic spheres mm-hmm. like talk about how in at work both genders play a role mm-hmm. like how mm-hmm. men work and how women work are they given social uh, equal opportunities equal mm-hmm. access to equal control over resources uh-huh. equal decision making mm-hmm. platforms mm-hmm. so if we talk about the employment sector you, you you're looking at it from recruitment mm-hmm. to the transition promotion and even yeah. the yeah. elevation yeah. to the top True. so there are a lot of obstacles there that i can talk about but even just to get to the recruitment stage the kind mm-hmm. of inequalities mm-hmm. it's like both of you I'm saying both but there are totally very many genders so don't feel left out. <laughs> yeah so the moment that this kind of people men men or women mm-hmm. are at the starting line you mm-hmm. think that both of you have an equal chance uh-huh. of getting a job or getting employment. Mm-hmm. But the various inequalities that they faced before it's it's what hampers they just compound they compound till the moment that they they think that they have a fair chance at a, at employment mm-hmm. it becomes really worse because employment what they look for they look at your educational qualification mm-hmm. educationally you find that women despite the affirmative action that has been happening mm-hmm. the 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 results from it they're not that long lasting sure. it's more about the numbers but not about them actually transitioning into work Working. and all that yeah. yeah so by the time they get to employment you find that first of all sexual harassment is really quite rampant within true, true. yeah so the moment you you have your you have your work there you you you're trying to get a job and the employer says a sexual favor mm-hmm. and you find that the, uh-huh, yeah totally. that's why nowadays people say ah who dem atapata mini course because they exactly. there is a stereotype where they believe mm-hmm. They are going you to be sexual to favors exchanged exactly. totally yeah. totally and then when you get there you find mm-hmm. that despite it's not rampant in Kenya but most of the time in most countries the the kind of salary that women and men have it's totally different, different. for the same work for the same putting work. on the exactly. same hours uh-huh. equal hours mm-hmm. done yeah uh-huh. and that as it goes on you find that these institutions in themselves it's really hard for a woman to go to the top mm-hmm. first of all because there are no women who can pull them up or True. show them how to get to the top or to network uh-huh. totally and mm-hmm. another one is a cult- cultural aspect yeah e- exactly about networking mm-hmm. we'll go on that later so mm-hmm. the, the cultural aspect they say that a woman can be a leader and all that mm-hmm. that the fact you can't be given a promotion because they know that when you're employed most likely in the le- next two years mm-hmm. you'll go for maternity leave mm-hmm. and you affect the company or you're yeah. weak to making decisions yes you yes are yes uh-huh. a feely person mm-hmm. you know they say women uh-huh. have feelings and yeah 
and you can't make a mm-hmm. rational decision mm-hmm. which is absurd totally so it affects their total how they they work the, their work the productivity mm-hmm. and after that they said that maybe they don't want to employ a woman because she'll need to get out of work at around four because she needs yeah, to go to back home babies mm-hmm. husband uh-huh, and, uh-huh. When, and when you get employed you're just there for sure oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, so like, which is which is bizarre so talk to us lie about representation in the political sphere leadership uh, men and women apparently there are more men than women that's why the two-third gender rule was put in still place. remains a constitutional crisis yeah, yes never implemented uh, well yes bad but then i'm thinking the whole representation um it's not that it's not okay it's not there yes but then i'm thinking when it comes to representation every mm-hmm. political party uh, should nominate mm-hmm. a woman mm-hmm. and then vouch for her they'll say we have women rep seats mm-hmm. but then what, I thought, what more do you want but then you know someone <laughs> someone asked me something and i was like a women rep i don't know i think it was in class but then mm-hmm. it didn't make okay made sense yes but then coming to think of it a women rep seats mm. basically only for women like mm-hmm. Should uh-huh. only women mm-hmm. take those seats because oh. if a man can take up the seat and lead better than a woman, then you know you can't like mm-hmm. put that label of women rep and Even then only you have got women. Me thinking about it. Get it? <laughs> so like, we just have to normalize the idea of men and women being like equal partners, equal like it. No, even in this particular seat, a man can take it up and still okay. make decisions. Seats on behalf of women. Yeah. <laughs> they are saying that even in this social economic but and then, political wait, 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 wait. for that women represent mm-hmm. so like kuna women children uh-huh. women girls women youth? girls you know youth mm-hmm. yeah the, the youth but then small boys sasa small boys don't fall under this particular seat because they should you know like they should you know mm. I'm I'm not entirely sure with the women women rep issue <laughs> because like see one of the the thing women reps do is give bursaries uh-huh. see they will mm-hmm. give bursaries even to boys mm-hmm. true 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 it's, I don't think yeah. it's an it's a it's a women thing only uh-huh. they it's have a women like a role it's only. a women seat but the woman has a mandate to serve in the society whether you're male or female no it was put there for the women sando uh-huh. this whole controversy uh, okay so a woman who has a child who's a boy so that's see that's the whole thing do they but uh-huh. then probably yes we shall research about it <laughs> <That's> <laughs> probably yes. I, so I, I'm, uh-huh. i'm really thinking about the kind of hurdles which a man can pass like you say that maybe yeah the seat is open both mm-hmm. men and women mm-hmm. and i as a man want to do to get the women reposition uh-huh. do you uh-huh. think that people first of all let's talk about the retrogressive maybe mm-hmm. uh, uh informed decisions and informed decisions that they have well, how will they look at me as a man wanting to be a woman like you're a loser you're a failure like <laughs> get a gender neutral name uh-huh. for that particular they'll be, like, totally, they'll totally. be influenced by culture first of mm-hmm. all they'll be yeah. like, why would uh-huh. i want to do a woman's job if uh-huh. it's for women it's for it's women, for women yeah. so you see the kind yeah. of hurdles where what can happen True. so it needs that understanding and first of all i'm really really because th- that position it can really do much but what i can say that i really see that the women reps are doing if you go to those areas you just seeing this the banders and umbrellas that has this the women rep seat provided yeah. mm-hmm. so there's much that they can do and, and actually boda boda voice aha although is is amingin in zion peace so they have the responsibility to kind of bring the voices of women mm. and actually they can do much much change much better, much yeah. better, much better than that True. yeah well 
Gender is a factor in development in the household. Give us practical examples that we can be able to relate to about how gender is important even in our households and how it it influences our thinking, our yes. decisions in the uh-huh. household. Mm-hmm. So our parents are the first role models that we have. True. You see your dad is there, is the provider doing everything else. Your mom is just at home. Uh, for mm-hmm. a girl, when you want to do anything, the, when you're playing outside Nambua Road, so within the household, mm. the kind of uh, social construction that we have, what's mm-hmm. uh, what's needed, the gender identity that's needed to be confirmed by women, by, by boys and girls, mm-hmm. that's what you find that most of us stick to. Because mm-hmm. it's reinforced by very many things, not just our parents, but our peers. When you go to church, Nambua Mke Kaziake, Mume Kaziake. So you find that within the household, these dynamics, the kind of place where could have given someone very much uh, opportunity to be whatever they want to be. They're just kind of boxed in to play this role that maybe won't be giving uh, themselves justice. Yeah. It brings me to Mamboya Church and religion where Mm -hmm. we are told men are the ones who are supposed to be ordained. Women should just keep quiet and wear Mm -hmm. scarves over their heads, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like women, most of them shy off from taking roles no. Of leadership in the church. Mm-hmm. Slight talk about that. Um, thinking, I'm thinking, and um, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, again, given that we all lead different lives, Mimi Monyeniko Nimelelewa on this particular part of the country that is educated and well versed with how mm-hmm. you get. Mm-hmm. I won't like treat my children. I won't treat my kids. Mm-hmm. I'ma have anyone Tell treat. Them exactly mm-hmm. how to lead their lives you know mm-hmm. i have brought them up to recognize that mm-hmm. they are a single entity that can make their own decisions but then when you go back to those marginalized um days where mm-hmm. culture has where really well exactly mm-hmm. culture has really like constrained them mm-hmm. to and limited their beliefs of mm-hmm. empowerment and mm-hmm. self-developing and kill like sure. like so like we can't particularly say that mm-hmm. Uh, but it's really hard because you can find someone yeah let's let's say it's the rural areas but it's still as prevalent in the urban Mm -hmm. you go to the rural areas you actually tell someone that they're actually being discriminated against and they're not doing it at all because they're just there they're in a comfortable household Mm -hmm. maybe they're just comfortable being at home nothing Mm -hmm. nothing else they understand i have to wake up to go to the Uh river it's uh natural that's a really important part about culture yeah. because yeah. you find that they find it like it's an expression of their love violence mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they use that language yeah. and in, in actuality the person is has actually gone through a lot but there's that they don't know more True. they don't know they don't anything know more than that mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so does okay uh, let me ask this does fgm also like um um, how is it called? Does it like influence mm-hmm. their way of life, Sahi? Uh-huh. Like, kuna the rural na urban. So like, uh-huh. FGM in the rural because mm-hmm. it's more prevalent to go. Mm-hmm. Like, does it like influence their? How's it? Like uh-huh. their life. Uh-huh. I think Gender you know when like by like the time you're going through FGM, you have already been told told what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. They know that the path that they have set for you, your destiny is to get married and have mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't know like career or something. Uh-huh. The moment you've gone through F 
GM it's like how my boys were kenda jandoni they'll be warriors they'll be husbands they'll be like it's the same same, same way for women you have to know house chores you have to know all these things so FGM it's like the last stage that's physical to show that you have moved mm-hmm. from adult mm-hmm. from childhood to adulthood to adult, yeah. so your roles are clear mm-hmm. getting married and taking care of kids mm-hmm. that's it be a homemaker mm-hmm. but that's really but for a person who's in the urban area mm-hmm. they don't know fgm uh-huh. and even if they go through fgm <laughs> because people who are like from the urban area some go through it uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. but true, they still true, come true, back true. and their parents take them to school mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i think what i wanted to say about fgm it's really the assumption that these people that they've been informed that they go through fgm is something that's uh, i think it, it needs to be addressed because most of them concerned in this urban world mm-hmm. you find that i have very very good friends whom they didn't know at all you when they were mostly class five class four mm-hmm. and the shags nothing nah, that's just a normal visit to your True. to your home area mm-hmm. then all of a sudden there's something that will be happening and you'll be involved so they have no idea so they, yeah. the assumption that you've been told you've been told your roles and everything mm-hmm. else after that it's not there so these people they've kind of disassociated the kind of roles and responsibilities that maybe FGM will make you be a woman after that and they yeah. just want you to pass that because it's a cultural way of life. They believe like no. something bad would happen to you uh-huh. if mm-hmm. you do not stay within the culture. Uh-huh. True, true. Because the kind of assumptions that lead to FGM being practiced because they say that maybe women are promiscuous this is how we can curtail them and all that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's, that's the like kind of sad. reason that they do because you find that the kind of reasoning that we have because these days there's something that's called medicalized FGM mm-hmm. mostly pre- uh, prevalent in Egypt and the UK because uh-huh. you find the UK migrants come and when people migrate from a certain region they mm-hmm. come with their with their, their culture yeah. Yeah, yeah so the fact that akuna story ya jandoni ukatsijuna and somewhere else where you're being taught mm-hmm. where you're being told to do this and that so in, to some extent it really makes uh, them research resort to their help because if i in the past the main way that they say that uh, don't do FGM, mm-hmm. they say they give a health reason that maybe it will affect your reproduction and all that. But yeah. then this gap was kind of bridged when they say that you can do FGM in the hospital. And this this is illegal, mm-hmm. the kind of illegal, because you find mm-hmm. someone has come from their country and they're willing to, they're, they're a doctor and they kind of understand that. So th- that kind of reasoning when you give to someone that mm-hmm. maybe is harmful, because th- those are the reasons why they like were given in high school. Yeah, yeah, because th- th- mm-hmm. that was the safety reason where, which we, we thought that was an obstacle to people undergoing FGM. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, the kind of long-lasting reasons that they have, this is an oppression because imagine it's one, number one, it's not consensual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And more than that, how the kind of expectation, the cultural, social expectation that you may have, mm-hmm. because the friend that, that I'm talking about, the moment that it happened mm-hmm. it was just a normal uh second term i think third term second term or third term holiday during class five mm-hmm. went home all of a sudden she comes back to school and i realize how silent she is mm-hmm. yeah. you don't know the kind of trauma someone has experienced yeah, it wasn't until after when i was i was just reflecting with her the past year that she told me that she actually went through it mm-hmm. that kind of time yeah. so you never know the kind of people who they good it can be anyone who's just beside you maybe they're gloomy and all True. that yeah. but the kind of trauma that they possess and after undergoing such an action Really long yeah. So let's talk about school. Mm-hmm. Like how boys are meant to do some courses that they feel are masculine courses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For example, doctoring, engineering, and things like that. And then women are like, no, you do home science. You do hospitality. Uh-huh. Do nursing. <laughs> it's really funny because 
Vinye tumesema how those those roles they really they really intertwine to the kind yeah. of exposure that we had because mm-hmm. guys boys the kind of toys cars blah 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 when engineer no no unafanya kazi hapo they pass Mishana. subjects like maths science mm-hmm. but then girls did pass tulipita but then uh-huh. bona tukwamba tusifanye engineering like like you know it's like there's there's a course for males and then there's a course for females which is a stereotype mm-hmm. definitely it's not true. yeah uh-huh. so let's talk about the economic political and social spheres of society in relation to gender we had mm-hmm. talked about it little but now we are going in mm-hmm. depth mm-hmm. and stereotypes that happen Mm-hmm. Like um, uh-huh. in the economic sector, in the political mm-hmm. sector, and uh-huh. the social sector. By the way, when you talk about stereotypes, the first thing that comes into my mind is is discrimination. Mm-hmm. Because there's something mm-hmm. interesting that I had this morning. Mm-hmm. When I ask you discrimination right now, the most likely you'd say that it's treating someone differently. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But have you ever had the definition of discrimination being you treating people equally? It's Did you get that? People equally. You've, you've treated mm. people equally mm. but it's a sort of discrimination <laughs> because imagine this people are in an organization and mm-hmm. they have different realities they've come yeah. from different, different backgrounds, backgrounds. Yeah. exactly uh-huh. so the fact that you're treating them equally mm-hmm. you're actually being discriminatory yeah. to this one person who Makes sense. yeah so mm. it's really that's why the discussion about equality and, and equity, equity. Mm. yeah mm-hmm. Things need to be equitable to people. We need to be fair. Yeah. We need to be fair yeah. to the kind of backgrounds mm-hmm. people have. Because mm-hmm. by being equal, we're actually increasing the disparities that people are facing. Yeah. Okay, so in the economic sphere? Basically what he said, mm-hmm. because then again it's given. Not equal. We have already been given the equal opportunities, but yeah. then to a, get to a certain level, uh-huh. you have to like, I don't see it. This starts gender, mm-hmm. this gender parity, gender something, gender something. Mm-hmm. This is what you're supposed to like give to each and every particular person to like help them get to <laughs> get them to that particular level in yeah, what you wanna aim at. Mm-hmm. Because your ninety is not my ninety. You get true. so like we have to have that equal mm-hmm. fairness and Mm-hmm. So Just in terms of us. economic, uh, mm-hmm. uh, our way of life, like mm-hmm. in uh-huh. job, mm-hmm. we get equal opportunities to get promoted. We mm-hmm. get paid equally for the same amount of work and the mm-hmm. hours we've put in. I, I, I really think the fact that separating them according to different sectors, yeah, it's good, mm-hmm. but it kind of isolates the different where they come from. Oh. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, we expect that someone is paid differently, but you know the kind of... Uh, troubles that they behind the scenes so it really becomes essential f- for gender when you want everything to be equal you don't start from the top you start from where actually people are being socialized where you're int- being introduced yeah. to, the, to the roles and responsibilities that yeah. will be expected Bottom from off. you <laughs> <Bottom> <laughs> <up economy>. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah so when you start everything from the grassroots it mm. actually it doesn't trickle to, from the top but we also need the political will because you can't start mm. from the ground and uh, it sure. doesn't make sense so it needs to be sort of starting from the set from the top bottom and it gets wherever it will be because mm-hmm. political will it's something that's really important because uh-huh. the peop- the two third gender rule in itself you can say that it's the leaders they haven't passed it so you, sh- you see that the will isn't there mm. and it's really crucial for for us to have our leaders on board so that we can all of us can have the change and for the leaders themselves but then you mean male leaders yeah because there was a whole discussion here in mm-hmm. parliament and mm-hmm. the male 
parliamentarians were like we should abolish the whole to the agenda rule uh-huh. if there's a woman kuna mwanamke kama yuko hayuko but then we should abolish that to the whole name and and talk about politics i understand from where this male come from because mm-hmm. you find like a woman is standing up for a seat is mm-hmm. vying for something yeah in the party elections or even in the national elections mm-hmm. you know maybe an mca an mp but uh, two days to the election she withdraws you understand mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and then you know when the media comes and people ask what what's wrong what happened mm-hmm. she's like i was intimidated or mm-hmm. most of the kenyans say they are paid off mm-hmm. <laughs> to rest then uh-huh. a preferred candidate is uh-huh. taken so what can we say about that i think going back to what you said before women starting from disadvantaged positions mm-hmm. this someone who's expected to vie for the same position with the same sort of intensity as sure. someone a male candidate who more likely than not has kind of uh the resources the, net the networking, networking mm-hmm. uh-huh, and also the finances the, the finances that can make them get whatever that they want mm-hmm. so you find that the kind of uh mongering that the electorate have because they play a part remember that the mm-hmm. people who vote who vote the leaders in mm-hmm. this is that this is a woman who ni mama atafanya nini anafaa kuwa kwa nyumba yake anachunga and all that so the kind the kind of uh, interestingly interestingly mm-hmm. uh, women are the are the are many voters they are the most yeah. voters yeah. compared to men mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. so you you would have thought that they would support their fellow woman it's really it's really think of it this way this woman most likely they're not let's assume that she's in a, some sort of a relationship where she doesn't have any power mm-hmm. where the husband comes at the end of the day and asema huyu ndo utapigia kura and in, yeah let's say that the woman is kind of uh, she doesn't want any other issue again sp yeah i before know she'll be before, before you go deeper with with everything like we're talking about real realities that happen exactly okay so person beat the wife mm-hmm. the reality of course i'm not voting on mm-hmm. of mind like make the decision for yourself but still there are women who are empowered but still believe the man still sweetheart your husband is not going to that ballot box with you so like why would he why would you like okay whatever yeah why why he's not there to like check i'd i'd love for us to bring one woman on board to explain because we don't know that you are not there to speak on their behalf but i don't know what to say with all these empowerment raising i'm expect come up and oh but for this person you're going to like vote for that person but we're talking about ordinary ordinary women in kenya they don't know that okay so so what my husband things about because he always speaks politics from morning to evening question. he must know okay, what is question right. <laughs> who's an ordinary woman uh-huh she tell us who's an ordinary woman see <laughs> <laughs> a kenyan i'm a normal kenyan and i'm a hustler but i'm not an ordinary woman what are you saying and you know ordinary i totally support All what right. you're saying mm? i totally support what you're saying like but for me the kind of perspective that i have I really I really resist uh, generalizing because mm-hmm. the, the moment that I generalize I assume that everybody is in the same position exactly. I risk, they are not. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. I risk I risk really uh, 
exacerbating the kind of the danger, the kind of inequalities that this one person mm. may yeah. face. Mm. So yeah, it's really good. It's really good. By the way, I'm really, I'm really against people being in some sort of abusive, coercive relationships. Yeah. People should have an equal footing within such. And what <laughs> if you're in any such of situ of that situation, you should totally get uh, get out. Get yeah. out. Yeah. So sometimes reproductive roles come mm. in uh, in the way mm-hmm. of of development mm-hmm. for specific genders like sasa how we were talking about in the economic or political even in the social sphere mm-hmm. where a woman has maternal leave mm-hmm. she has to leave work she yeah. has to take care of her home she has to leave work early because mm-hmm. of her home she has to carry her baby to work because there's a corner for mm-hmm. babysitting yani you understand yeah. mm-hmm. some reproductive roles have hindered progress for some mm-hmm. genders out mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. what uh-huh. do you have to say about that uh, for the reproductive mm-hmm. roles totally tied to culture and the social construction mm-hmm. of gender as always mm-hmm. so you find that yeah you have your responsibilities as your woman but where will you actually get to progress your career as a mm-hmm. whatever you are so you find that the fact that you're a woman uh, first of all maybe in the morning when you come the kind of people that you have to get ready to go to work mm-hmm. your husband your kids and all that by the time you get to work you're already exhausted and you have to go through that and in the evening you have to get from job pretty early in the morning mm-hmm. in the evening so that you go and prepare on your all kids that. Your husband. yeah yeah so it yeah. really it really becomes an obstacle to the advancement okay so can we say that there's change taking place in all these structures Mm-hmm. The change is happening. We know it's gradual. Yeah, it's gradual, yes. It's happening, but mm-hmm. still. Uh-huh. What are some of the factors that are making it slow? Mm-hmm. I, I think we just go back to the will, the will, but more the than political that. Will. Yeah, political mm-hmm. will, but more than that we find that even the people themselves, you can't come uh to a society and you tell them that this is wrong, this is bad just like that you mm. have to k- kind of go Informed through a journey them. yeah mm. through a journey of self awareness with them these people have to be awareness building capacity building and all that among these people so that they recognize that the kind of realities that they live in is actually harmful to themselves to their progressions in life mm. so from there when someone has an understanding that they're in a disadvantaged position you can actually provide them with the tools because empowerment contrary to what people say that I'll empower you I'll empower that mm-hmm. something that should be from within it it's worth, worth much, much more when someone determines their own destiny mm-hmm. and from that it's totally about the story about teaching someone to fish and they can have their <laughs> meals for their for their whole lives sure mm-hmm. yeah so patriarchy is also a thing uh-huh. that is a factor that makes this change slow true uh, talk about patriarchy yeah, the male bit. dominance over yeah. women but mm-hmm. then to come with mm-hmm. basically central institutions right yes mm-hmm. so i'm thinking so these institutions like the school that like exactly. the religion mm-hmm. like the household up until every governance institution takes up like um gender and makes it core of its organization it's working in kila kitu kila kitu mm-hmm. this will ensure that mm-hmm. this flexibility mm-hmm. for women mm-hmm. to take to like balance between their reproductive roles mm-hmm. productive roles and lafuna the communal roles sure. so like mm-hmm. yeah so i go back to this question that i want to ask is Women are being empowered too much and the boy child is being forgotten. <laughs> Simply put, women over time have been leveraging uh-huh. their rights uh-huh. to get where they want to go. You uh-huh. get? So like 
So it's 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 propaganda that men are being left behind. Um, it's I can I can say it's propaganda. It's kind of like the kind of people who actually now they are kind of giving us the tools where mm-hmm. this this group or that group is getting empowered. Mm-hmm. The kind of uh, the I can say that <laughs> the problem is that they, they 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 lack the understanding. Someone needs to empower you, but they, how they come to you, mm-hmm. it's kind of like uh, they're saying that maybe it's one side. First of all, they come with the, with the assumption that all women are disadvantaged, mm-hmm. which people have to look at it intersectionally. And with that, even different categories of boys and men, mm-hmm. it's not that they're being left out, but they've actually seen that like gender issues, empowerment issues, mm-hmm. it's for the weak, for the marginalized, and they don't consider themselves as that. As that. Mm-hmm. So at the moment that these people realize that, yeah, it's not something about me versus you, mm-hmm. is when they see that actually the development of women is pretty much tied to their individual development, and therefore they've, they've, never, they've never been left out. True. So mm-hmm. as our parting shot, what do you think is the relevance of having this gender perspectives in development? I'll ask you a question. Oh, okay. No, that is me answering your question, oh, but okay. with a question. So imagine... Typical Kenyan. No, okay. no. <laughs> imagine me, uh, a woman, mm-hmm. and a man. Mm-hmm. We are all equally empowered. I like to kill like you do. Mm-hmm. Imagine where I would be right now if we didn't have all these disparities. On the basis of gender. On Earth, like Earth is a troubled, messed up place. So uh. anywhere, <laughs> along all needs of development, uh-huh. it would didn't nice. have exactly. Uh-huh. So, yeah. so it is important to apply a gender perspective to development. Yeah, we have and, to and see the various that. needs they have, the various concerns. Don't treat them equally mm-hmm. without knowing mm-hmm. how equal is equal. Exactly, because exactly. even that it ties pretty much so for intersectionality. I'm an intersectional mm. feminist. Intersectionalism. Intersectionality. <laughs> <laughs> so for intersectionality, mm. you need to realize the kind of realities people face. Someone might be a woman, mm-hmm. but she may be a migrant, and she may be a person with disability, mm-hmm. and she may be someone who may be an older person. Abused so, in an uh-huh. abusive mm-hmm. relationship. Wow, so that's the, a lot. So this kind of realities, mm-hmm. when you take into consideration... Yeah. Where, where someone comes from mm-hmm. you will know the essence of gender because with gender you can't have that lens mm-hmm. and more than that things like just gender disaggregated data because mm-hmm. in the past you find that yeah they say that this area has uh, a million people and this is not disaggregated by mm-hmm. men women on the, men and women and different categories mm-hmm. and more than that they, in the past they used to say according to households so they say that this place has eight households and households for at that time maybe they're, he- they're headed by men but so mm, in reality yeah. single single women headed households are actually are not counted yeah. yeah so for gender mm-hmm. and gender disaggregated data when mm-hmm. you have them you actually make people visible and when they're visible is when you can have interventions that are targeted towards them yeah. and more than that having gender disaggregated data mm-hmm. it informs gender responsive budgeting mm-hmm. because budget budgets when they're like a monolith they mm-hmm. don't stay they don't say it like this these are men for men these are men for women, women. Mm-hmm. different other different categories other different genders these people mm-hmm. will be left out mm-hmm. so gender i can go on and on why it's really important but in the end mm-hmm. it's actually about all of us actually having a place having having worth and having uh, the cap- the capacity to do whatever that we can oh. human life human dignity human kilakitu yeah yeah <laughs> thank you spin thank you sly
Anytime. Well, listeners, mm. my dear listeners, we have come to the end of the podcast, which is oh, I can feel you say oh. We're coming back and we'll be bringing more episodes about what we think and what we view on gender and we'd be happy if you send us your feedback. Mm-hmm. Till next time, bye. Bye. bye.